This time on episode 497 of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., we discuss the 2024 Disney Plus show Echo, season 1, episode 2, Loak. I'm Doc. Issues from Capes on the Couch, a show that examines the mental health issues of comic book characters, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other amazing geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Raised on X-Men, empowered by the Avengers, strengthened by the Defenders, webbed by Spider-Man, adopted by the Fantastic Four, and forged by S.H.I.E.L.D. Stand by for your Marvel debriefing. Now it's time for your Marvel debriefing. I'm Agent Michelle. I'm Agent Chris. And I'm the producer of the show, Director SP. Welcome to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Road to our 500th episode. The show is recorded on Saturday, February 3rd, 2023 and 2024 for those that have successfully gone through Groundhog Day yesterday. We're live from the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. studios and broadcast Oklahoma-wide. Come and join our live chat as we record. We are covering the Disney Plus Marvel Studios Spotlight series, Echo. We're on episode two. Michelle, what happened in this episode? Loak premiered January 9th, 2024. Maya enlists her disapproving family to help take down Fisk Army while experiencing strange visions. Chris, what'd you think? I'm pretty sure I know what to think of Maya now, and this is going to be a fun ride. Michelle? That train sequence belonged right on a Netflix show. It was awesome. And for my part, for an episode without Fisk, actually physically in it he shadowed over everything but we're not going to start talking about fisk we're going to start talking about the native americans or the indigenous peoples of america michelle what do you got there well the title of the episode lovac comes from one of maya's ancestors from 1200 ad alabama We see there's a sports game. The loser has to leave the land. At first, the Choctaw are ahead, and the Cherokee bring out this really big athlete. And she ends up being resourceful and cunning against this larger opponent. (laughs) That sports game was was pretty awesome. I was like, go Bama. Because, you know, they were in Alabama. I can never make myself say go Bama. The only, the only way we'll ever root for Alabama, actually, is when I'm watching Forrest Gump. But that whole game there was, it was really good. You know, I questioned why they didn't have the big guy out there from the beginning. But, you know, dramatic plot reasons, you kind of need to do it for that. Do we know what they were playing, or did they just make something up for this? Because to me, it kind of seems like almost lacrosse. It definitely seemed like lacrosse. I was wondering, I didn't have time to to uh, do some research and find out if this was a historic game, but it looked like lacrosse. There was two sticks that everybody had. And instead of 
throwing the ball through the net. They actually had to carry the ball through the goalposts, for lack of a better term. Maybe a fun cross between lacrosse and rugby. Yeah, it was it was a fun game to watch. I mean, for people that must be you know dedicated to surviving, because this is what twelve hundred AD. They spent an awful lot of time being able to play this game at what I would consider to be a quasi professional level. These people knew what they were go- what they were doing. I think not only for dramatic effect, they held out the big guy. Sometimes big players don't have a lot of stamina. They just have power for a certain amount of time. So maybe that's why they held him in reserve. And the reason why we're seeing the scene is that Maya is seeing it in a vision, basically. Yes, she's starting to see visions of her past ancestors. And the spiral from the first ancestor, that is becoming extremely important. And it will continue to be important. And that was brought out in the normal conversation within the episode when Graham Greene's character, Scully, is, oh man, that that was a fun scene to me where he's trying to to sell to these people from out of town. And he, he was chanting. By the damn thing, by the damn thing, by the damn thing, by the damn thing. It was, it was so funny. And uh, honestly, I didn't catch it the first time around because it didn't have closed captions on. So I was watching it with closed captions. I was like, dude, that is so funny. And so any interaction with Graham Greene is just hilarious. The dude knows how to move a scene. He knows to have fun with other characters out there. And uh, the fact that he was engaging with Alika Cox, who plays Maya, at her level of being able to communicate was it was very cool it was very cool indeed so i enjoyed that but to get back to the ancestor maya keys in on the statue for lack of a better term i don't know if there's a specific term for it but she keys in on the statue which was of the first ancestor so she gets a little bit of play back and forth with him on that thank goodness for biscuit being able to help finalize that sale. And then, and then walking away with a bunch of malicious stuff. I, You know what? I don't think he understood he was buying malicious stuff. I mean, it's just an angle grinder and a weirdly easy to hide camera. And no, there's nothing horrible you can do with those at all. I, I don't have one of those inspection cameras. I really would like one of those inspection cameras not to rob a train or infiltrate a train or whatever but just to do stuff around the house get into walls and that sort of stuff that's what i would like for a car repairs in some cases that's what i want one so it's now it, technically it's not like really militia but you often see it in like special forces infiltrations and stuff like that but uh, the angle grinder combined with the tracker and and the camera i think that in a way poor biscuit oh my gosh that guy very impressionable as chula said but loyal we got him taking the truck way past dinner time she calls like where's my truck where are you for dinner and you know and i don't think she was worried necessarily about him she was probably like where are you i have dinner 
do I need to keep it heated? You know, that sort of thing. Or should I eat without you? I could see that from her not checking in on, are you robbing a train? Especially when you see her delivering the mail. It's like, yeah, whatever. He has my truck, so I'm using this other car. She was totally embarrassed. The other woman in a previous scene, they were planning out the festival, right? So they're on the festival committee, whatever. So the other woman's some, probably somebody important in town. And she's out there watering her flowers. And I think Chula was a little bit embarrassed with that whole interaction. So we have Maya actually robbing a train here. I will term it as uh, robbing the train, train heist. Robbing. She places an explosive device inside. She is depositing an item into the train, not an robbing. Explosive, an explosive item. Yes. So okay. it's a heist in a way of putting something in there. But she's not robbing the train. Well, it would be the same thing because you don't know. When she's going into the train, exactly what she's doing. You don't know if she's sabotaging anything. You don't know if she's robbing or stealing anything. You don't know that she's actually placing an explosive there. I don't know where she got the explosive because I don't think Biscuit bought that for her. Did he? Who knows what was on that shopping list and what Scully had? Because that was definitely homemade. We did see the shopping list. I don't remember the full contents of it, but there wasn't anything to me that jumped out at, you can put these together to make a bomb. Because it definitely looked like a chemical reaction. We're going to keep these two things separate. And then when they get together, they're going to explode type of bomb. Dear FBI agents, I do not know how to make bombs. I do know how to make a bombs because I'm a rocket scientist and I can make rockets and rockets when you fail to make them correctly, can be used as bombs. So FBI, I'm a rocket scientist. I'm not a bomb maker. Anyway, you got Biscuit. (laughs) She gives him the tracker, and then he takes off after her. Poor guy. You know, tailing a moving train is just not in his DNA. He's not special forces guy. You know, he's just just driving this truck wherever he can, and he wants to get close to the train and he ends up going through off-roading basically. And I'm like, unless you got to be right next to that train, I would just take adjacent roads the entire time. So, I mean, I guess he just wasn't thinking he had to keep the train in view at all times. Well, the tracker did have a range on it. Mm. So you had to worry about that. And she jumped on, so she could have just jumped off somewhere. Poor Billy Jack. (laughs) That dog had to hang on. For the right of his life. <laughs> you know he loved it. Uh, Billy Jack, he probably, afterwards, he probably did. Probably didn't understand what was going on. Unfortunately, Biscuit ends up damaging the truck a little bit. But uh, I guess Maya ends up damaging the truck. And now Biscuit is on the hook to pay for it. Maya had a roll of cash in her hands. I know she left New York with a roll of cash. I know this is five months later, but I think she had enough left over to pay for the repairs why didn't she maybe she prepaid for the repairs no he was he was trying to sell his playstation to pay for it he couldn't play spider-man and see spider-gwen chris 
This should hurt you deeply. It does. Maybe he had to play his part of, if all of a sudden I had this wad of cash, people would be suspecting of me. So I have to play the broke biscuit that I am, and I let me sell my game console to pay for this truck. Well, in the process of this whole thing, we do see this extensive network outside of New York because a lot of stuff is brought to New York through that train for Fist's organization. So Fist's network is not just in New York City. It is extending everywhere, which is why you have the small cadre of people in her town, in her tribe, that are now associated with Fisk. They They were talking about Fisk. And it surprises me that... Henry is willing to work with Fisk like this, unwilling to work with Maya. I say all that, and now it it doesn't surprise me at all, because that's obviously keeping him afloat somehow, and just benefiting from organized crime. Henry was in New York at the beginning of the previous episode, and this is one of the things that I say the last episode makes a lot more sense when you watch the whole series through. Henry was the one who gave Maya's father a job and why they moved to New York and why they became part of this sphere of influence. Henry was the key cog. His name was mentioned, not a character on screen. You don't get to see him until you get to Oklahoma. So you don't see him in New York. At least I don't remember seeing him in New York. I don't see him ever either. So this is one of the many things that I'm like, oh, this makes more sense now than it used to. And also, Bonnie, it took me a while to remember that Bonnie was the little child that Maya was playing with in the tent. And then we see her in this episode really like, Maya's in town? Why didn't she tell me? And they obviously know each other and communicate because they have each other's phone numbers texting. And uh, Maya was <laughs> rolling her eyes and Bonnie's really worried and hurt that Maya's not seeing her. I think, given what we saw in the last episode, Chula also has not been approached by Maya, but I, I think Chula's way that she handled everything in the previous episode is why Maya didn't want to see her at all. I think we can very accurately describe her actions in the previous episode as something a meanie poo-poo head would do. Henry points out to Maya that what she is doing is putting everybody at risk. She's putting everyone in danger. Biscuit, Henry, Bonnie, Billy Jack, basically the entire town. She did not think things through, at least when it comes to other people. But she was enthralled with the power of being able to make things happen. But isn't Henry putting everyone in danger, too, by working with Fisk like that? And bringing other people into it. So it's really a giant case of who is more culpable here of putting everybody here. See, Henry was already working for Fisk in New York. And then I, he must have asked to transfer back to Oklahoma. And they said, okay. But Fisk already had his hooks into whatever organization they have in Oklahoma. Working with Fisk is inherently dangerous, though. I mean, if you say no to working with Fisk, that's dangerous. You can't win. No. Not at all. 
By the way, so we'll just go with train heist episode. That's what we'll, we'll, we'll term it. Michelle train heist. Is that good enough? Train heist. Yes. So we had an excellent train heist in here. I do agree that the visuals, even though it was dark and probably done mostly on a sound set, but it was a pretty cool sequence there. So it got me thinking, what are other cool train heist type sequences that we've seen in films and movies over, over the course of everything? And I'm wondering if you guys have any contribution to this. I do have some, so I'm going to give you a, a chance to think why I say that. The first one that comes to my mind is the train robbers. There is a sequence. This is a 1973 movie, I think. There's a sequence when John Wayne is like bringing this train forward and then he's throwing like explosives at the town basically and, and blowing up the town that Ricardo, Monto, Ricardo Montalban actually is in charge of. So you have John Wayne and basically Khan going after each other is, is a really cool thing. So anyway, train robbers, that's, that's it in there. You have Firefly, the episode, the train job. You guys remember that? I'm, I'm assuming, Chris, I'm assuming you've watched Firefly. No, I need no. to watch it. No, I know. I just, I I have no good reason for that. I've started it and then stuff came up and it it wasn't for a lack of not liking it. I just haven't watched it. The train drive happens to be many, many people's favorite episode. Michelle, I don't know if it's your favorite episode or not, but. It's one of them. I suggest even if you can't, don't have time to watch the entire series, watch the train job. It's fun. There is the Star Wars movie Solo, a Star Wars story in which they had the train heist with the train that was above and below, basically, the monorail. So you had that going on. Captain America, the first Avenger. They had the thing against the armored train. That's where we get Bucky becoming the Winter Soldier off of that, right? So even in the MCU, there's other train activity. And then apparently, I don't know, I might have seen it a long time ago, Fast Five, there's a... You know, we, we got to steal three cars on the train sort of thing. So there's that. But I'm assuming there's more train heists than just that. So, Chris, did you come up with any? There's also Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade right there at the beginning when River Phoenix as young Indiana Jones is going through the circus train trying to get the cross of Coronado. And me being me. I would get so much crap if I did not mention Final Fantasy VI, where you get to suplex a train. Mm-hmm. Michelle, can you think of any others? Well, speaking of Indiana Jones, in the latest movie, The Dial of Destiny, it starts off with a train heist where he's trying to get the dial and everything. So he's the whole running on top of a train is something that you should not do in real life. It's great for movies and the ability to just stay on a train, like even in speed where they're just on the top of the train and they're not in danger of just rolling off because of a bump. That can happen. Don't run across trains. Just watch them on movies and TV shows. Indeed, it's a good safety tip. It is a federal crime still, and uh, also very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Trains, uh, inherently dangerous. Yeah, because they can't stop on a dime, so to speak. 
All right. So I'm going to throw this out to our audience. If you have any thoughts on a train heist sequence that we have not covered here, I would love to hear it. I know there's many, many more. I actually did some research. There's dozens and dozens and dozens. So if you have a favorite, we want to hear about it. All right. Next time, we are going to continue covering Echo in our road to 500 episodes. Echo season one, episode three. If you have any comments on our coverage of the first two episodes, if you have any thoughts about the third episode, we would love to hear about it. We have a voicemail line, 844-THE-BUS-1. That's 844-843-2871. And you can join us on our Discord server at gunnygeek.com slash Discord and let us know how you thought about it. So with that, final thoughts for the episode, Chris. Oh no, Maya's going to have to face the consequences of her own actions. Michelle. Oh no, Fisk has gotten ooh a big blow and he's not going to ignore that. Not at all. And as for me, I was when I was watching this the first time, I was still engaged for it with it, with the series, and I was looking forward to the greater Defenders effects after what happened in New York. So with that, we're going to bring this episode to a close. I'm the Director SB. I'm Agent Michelle. And I'm Agent Chris. <sighs> looking forward to the Taylor Swift concert next week. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. A week from tomorrow. Free Taylor Swift concert. Really? Yeah, it's in Las Vegas. They're going to have it on TV and everything. Oh, you're talking about the Super Bowl. That's right. You know, they show 30 seconds of her. It's fine. Yeah, 25 seconds. Thank you for listening. The intro music heard on this podcast is Great Marvels of the World by Lynn Publishing, found on Pond5.com. The outro music heard on this podcast is Cinematic Trailer by Ed Records, found on AudioJungle.net. Other transitional music on this podcast is found on Incompetech.com, AudioJungle.net, and Pond5.com. For more information about this podcast, please visit legendsofshield.com. Excelsior! Legends of Shield is copyright 2013 through 2024.